progress. What's going on? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with another podcast episode. And as always, I'm with my fabulous co-host, Miss Tiffany Chanel. What's going on with you, girl? How you doing? What's up? I'm feeling great, feeling blessed and grateful for today. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Today is our Toxic Tuesday segment. Uh, you already know how that go down. Miss Tiffany's going to take the lead on that. Uh, but real quick, I got to tell y'all, man, I did attend my hot yoga, uh, well, not my hot yoga, but my yoga session this morning. And I did a different class this time. So last time I told y'all, I did the hot yoga, which was in the in a room where it was like over 100 degrees. But this time it was a little, it wasn't as hot. It was still hot. It was like 90 degrees in there. But it was like the the hip hop yoga experience. And that was pretty cool. So I had a great time. You know what I'm saying? So I might do that class again. Um, but yeah, man, like it was a different feel, more upbeat. The the movements were slower. It was a lot slower. It wasn't like up tempo like the last class. So it was still effective. Play some uh, modern hip hop music. I thought they was gonna go back to Tupac and Biggie. Uh but I, I you know, with the people the type of people in that class, they probably didn't know nothing about that. So they played some modern hip hop. <laughs> so it was it was still good. I mean it, it was still good. But yeah, I had a great time. Um, and I'm definitely, I'm probably gonna go back next week. I'm just gonna make it a routine. Just keep going every Saturday. So it was good. But yeah, that was my that was my day today. That was my day. I had yoga, and then after that, I was just pretty much chilling. Uh, you know, hung out with my dad for a little bit. So it's all good. Uh, Miss Tiffany, you have any highlights from your from your day today? Uh, you do anything fun? Do anything special? Um, my days are pretty much the same. I just hone in on my, my creative talents and I got to learn three chords on my guitar today. So I was jamming out most of the day and doing work, you know, the usual, the usual life, (laughs) entrepreneur life, (laughs) just staying on the grind and, um, being of service to others and building on my creative talents. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I noticed that you've gotten into the guitar lately. Um, that's something I've tried to do when I was younger. Like, you know, when you're young, you try to play, you know, you try to play an instrument. Like, I used to try to play guitar. I got a drum set, you know what I'm saying? I try to play the drums, try to play the keyboard. But, you know, <laughs> you know, when you're young, you like to try some stuff and then you realize, you're just like, oh, you know. It, it, it didn't, the interest didn't last long for me. I was just like, eh, it's all good. But, you know that's cool though. That's cool. That's uh, you really enjoying the guitar. I see. I see you on Instagram. You be posting videos of you uh, playing the guitar. So I find that very interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, uh, got another late night session. We in the booth, man. You know, as always, late night. Uh, so we're just gonna get right into it. So Miss Tiffany, uh, this is gonna be Miss Tiffany's segment, and she's gonna go ahead and start us off with the topic for today. So Miss Tiffany, you wanna go ahead and take it away for us, girl? Go ahead and I'll just sit back and relax a little bit and just let you take the flow. Alrighty. So today, everybody, we're gonna be talking about free will versus control. Um, it's it's one of the things that we do and we don't realize that we're self sabotaging. You could be trying to do, you know, the good things. It doesn't mean that you're doing something bad. It just means that you are thinking that you're in control of your destiny. See, we have free will, which means we have the choice to make any decision that we want. And the control comes in 
or we think we can control our desk, we cannot control, okay, especially when it's involving other people. And when it, when I mean other people, we're always connected to other people, whether it is work, relationships, family, whatever it is you're trying to control, I guarantee you it's outside of yourself, you know, because we have control over ourselves. That's our free will. So when you have a situation, it could be um, a relationship. It could even be waiting. You know, I'm just going to I'm going to use a relationship because I feel like a lot of people are very controlling in relationships and don't realize that they're actually being controlling. Because when you expect an outcome or even looking for outcome, that's a sign of control. If Oh, if I do this, this person will call me. If I act this way, this person will call me. And then when you hold that expectation of that outcome and it doesn't happen because that person has their own free will, whether they want to or not, they could feel like, hey, maybe I want to call you or maybe I want to do this for you. But eh, I don't think I want to, you know, they have free will and people don't understand that the free will God gave us was for us to make the choice to choose him. We have to be able to choose him. He doesn't force us to be with him. We have all these things in the world available to us that he made available to us to our, as our own free will. God is in control of everything that we have going on. And why do I say this? Because he knows the past, the present, and the future. We only know the present and some stuff from the past. Some stuff from the past we're not even sure of. You know, we just assume, you know, someone... From our, our past, you can say, you know, an ex-friend or ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, from your past, you might have, you know, broke up with them and think that you know everything that's going on with them, but you don't. That's in your past. You don't really know, especially if they kind of left you hanging and kind of ghosted you, you know, you still don't know, okay? And there's nothing you can do to except ask God for clarity through your intuition to send you that knowledge of something in yourself you know of why that happened so when you let go of control and let god take the wheel now you're on your path now you're on your path okay you can't think that when something happens like say most of the time what do we stress about we most of us stress about money and love stability you know those are like the main things that stress us out so we feel like, man, I got to do this to get this money, man. This bill just came. I can't even talk to you, bro. I can't talk to you, girl. I, I can't do none of that. I got to focus on this bill. I got to think about how I'm going to get this bill paid. You know, what can I do? You know, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. You know, you're trying to take in control instead of looking within and praying because God can make the impossible possible. He creates the possibilities for us. Maybe, you know, there's there's reasons why this is happening that we have to look within ourselves. And we look within ourselves, we can get that understanding. Because the only power you have is in today. You're worried about a bill that's not due till five days from now. Granted, five days, we're like, we feel like now it's like tomorrow. But you don't even know if you're going to live till tomorrow. You're ruining your present moment. You done told homeboy he had to go. You done told homegirl she had to go. You ain't answering your phone. You ain't eating no food. You sitting there just contemplating with your hands on your head, rocking back and forth. Like, dang, how am I going to get this paid? You ain't even there yet. 
We're not there yet. You might get the idea tomorrow, but you just ruined today. You could have enjoyed some time with your friends, your family. You could have spent some, you know, you could have just said, let me take a bath. Let me take a hot bath. Let me put on my favorite song. And we're not, I'm not talking about your favorite song that you like listen to in the club or in the car. I'm talking about that soul music, that Marvin Gaye, that love and happiness. You know, something that's going to calm your soul down, okay? Play Love's Holiday something you know get that get that spirit back up you got to get your spirit back up and how you get your spirit back up is the main thing that you do be grateful be like, i'm glad i found out today you know at least i got lights on it today they're gonna shut it off you know, on in five days because I, I ain't got this 800 dollars, you know for this light bill i wasn't expecting this bill but i got lights today you know, let me make good use of it. And another way to get out of that that feeling, that funk of worry and thinking you can control what happens. If you don't have the money, just relax. Relax. Say a prayer. Relax. And, and think of something that would make you feel good. Because when you feel good, that's what God understands. God understands love. That fear, that doubt and worry, uh-uh. That, that's, not where he, that's not where he lies at. That's the darkness, okay? That's when you letting all those dark entities and energies and forces into your mind and your body and your soul. That's not, God rest in love and faith. Now, you believe that, man, ain't no way I'm getting my lights turned out five days. This ain't, this, this is not my life. This is not going to happen to me. And when you have that faith and you're declaring that into the universe, the universe hears you. And when you're saying that, you say a prayer after that. Say an affirmation. Ask for the impossible to happen. You may not have no clear sign of where money's coming from. How many times has something happened and you ain't see it coming? All the time. Because we are not in control. We don't have that control. But your free will in today, what you can do about that is you can sit and you can find ways to make you happy. First, you relax. Second, you play some music. And the third thing you do, be grateful for what you have right now. Because what you have is someone else's miracle. Okay? There's some people that don't have the lights in the house. And most people say, oh, everybody's talking about somebody that don't got it. You know, because there is. Everybody has a different life that they're living. In different circumstances, you have to understand that you're not comparing your life to others. You're being grateful for the life that you were given. Because you didn't give yourself that. God gave you that. Nothing is without his allowance or his decree. It has to come through him. Any blessings come through him. And the fourth thing that you do is acts of kindness. That will raise your vibrations. That will bring you into love. Gratitude, prayer, music, and acts of kindness is what raises your vibration. That's what puts you in a frequency to receive your knowledge to your problem. God can't reach you if you're so down in the dumps, if you're so covered in fear, so covered in worries and doubts. He can't reach you. You can't even hear him. You know, he can't hear you. So then you raise that. Do acts of kindness. Get on up out of the house. You got lights today. Go do something nice for, for your homeboy, for your sister, for your brother, for your girlfriend, for your mother. Check on people. Say, hey, you need something. You need something. You know, put put your heart into something because your mind needs that distraction. Your mind needs to have positivity in it and how you create those positive visualizations is living in the present what do you presently will make you feel good would it make you feel good to listen to that music do a dance you can learn a whole new choreography learn something new because when you're doing something that occupies your mind in a positive way positive ideas come to you creative ideas come to you 
you can hear the words from God coming to you because God not only speaks through you, but he speaks through other people. You ever have a conversation with somebody and they say something exactly like what you was doing? Like, dang, I was feeling like, like, how did you even know I was feeling like this? Or you say something to somebody, someone calls you for advice, you sit there down in the dumps and then somebody kind of calls you for advice and you really think like, man, I don't feel like answering. You know, let me just see what's up because I'm tired of thinking about this crap anyway. Let me go ahead and answer my phone. So you go ahead and answer your phone. And then they talking to you about their problem and you and your your heart is invested. You care about this person. You know, you're like, I got the answer for them. The whole time they talk, I got this for them. And then when you tell them, you'll be like in the back of your mind, like, dang, I need to take my own advice. Okay. That's God speaking through you. So God is not only helping you, he's helping that other person through you. God uses his people to help us. He sends people to you. That's why being aware is a part of understanding that you are not in control. When you are more aware of yourself, your surroundings, the synchronicities, things you should see, because nothing is a coincidence. Nothing is a coincidence. People say, I don't hear God. God's not talking. He ain't listening. I asked for this. I didn't get this. That's not how it works. You have to be connected to him. You have to be connected. You have to talk to him. And you have to understand that he only replies to faith. When you have faith in him, faith in the unknown, you have faith in the unknown already because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You can plan your whole day tomorrow. You don't do none of that crap. Okay. You can plan your, plan your, plan your tomorrow today and say, I'm going to do this laundry. I'm going to work. I'm going to go to lunch with my homegirl. Boom. Homegirl. She can't go to lunch. You know, her husband want her to come home for lunch. Boom. That's not happening. Laundry. You want to do laundry, but you're too tired. Your workout tired you out. You really ain't in the mood to do that. You know, and you might wake up the next morning and, and don't feel good and you don't even go to work. And you told people you don't do all this at work. You don't make plans to go do all this stuff. You don't know tomorrow. Your, 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 your power is in today and you have a choice. So free will and control, you have a choice. Do you want to choose, you know, to take things into your own hands and think you can control somebody or control a situation? You can't. Because God can see and, and hear conversations and situations that you don't see. Sometimes when things are not working out for you because it's not meant for you, and we tend to want them so bad and want them right now that we push, we push, and we go, and we keep thinking we got to put all this effort into something. Anything that's for you, you don't have to chase it. It will always be there waiting for you, just for you to realize it. That's how God operates. We have a destiny. All we do is keep going into the same brick wall, hitting it until we realize we're not in control. No matter how many ways you turn that wheel, you're going to keep hitting that brick wall. And then you have to hit that U-turn and up at the same spot that you was supposed to be at where you were supposed to follow God's will. That's what you're supposed to do. Follow God's will. And his will for you is much greater than what you think of for yourself. You might just want to be a professional athlete. But really, God has this whole plan for you to actually be a, a, a mayor or a congressman, you know, doing something in the community, doing something big, something beyond yourself. And you might really want to do that. You may not even know if you can do that. You think you're just good at, at baseball, but really you, you're actually good in, in politics and leading people, leadership. And, and how you got those skills was doing baseball your whole life. You was a part of a team. You understand what it means to be a leader. You think that's all you're going to be. And God says, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
I got something bigger planned for you. You know, you don't see it. You never see it. Sometimes we look at where we are today and look back and be like, dang, I know I make it this far. I didn't think I was going to get here. How did I make it through this? And then you realize when you have that reflection, you be proud of yourself. So imagine where you could go even further. And, and we all going to make mistakes, but we don't want to make detours. God knows we're going to make mistakes, but those detours is what we don't want to do. And those detours come from us thinking we're in control. If I wear this outfit, he going to like me. Oh, if I go to this job and I wear this nice suit, they going to hire me. You know, if if I, I show up to this event, they're going to think that, you know, I'm popular. You know, if I, if I name drop, they're going to think that I'm a part of that person. You know, there's a lot of things that people think they can control, control people's minds, control people's actions, control situations and control outcomes. Those are the ways to distract you from your destiny. Those are detours. And those are detours that are self-sabotaging because you could have been a little bit further on your path if you hadn't made that detour. But Every time you make that detour, guess what? There is a lesson to be learned, okay? There is a lesson to be learned. You will still grow. It ain't like the, it's the end of your life or the end of the story. I mean, if you never learn, you're going to keep hitting that same detour, okay? But there's, there is a blessing in detours as well. You gain knowledge. You, you, you learn a lesson. Sometimes they're hard lessons to learn, hard pills to swallow, certain things we wish we never went through. But you made that choice with your own free will and you took the control into your hands instead of patiently waiting for God to answer your prayers. Because he always answers in his time, in divine timing. He may not come right when you ask him because every time we want something, we want it right now. That's why we are over controlling. We're in a controlling world. We want everything right now. Oh, I can get it. I got this. I got the money to do this. But then, you know, a couple weeks later, your life bill, dude. Now you got that notice that is that it's gonna get shut off in five days, and you know that you messed up your money trying to control something that wasn't meant for you to control. When you live in the present moment, you just you can have gratitude for everything that you have. So don't try to control outcomes of situations because you can't. All you have to do is put love and integrity and your heart and soul into it. And just it's, it's a planting a seed. When you plant a seed in your yard, you don't go check it every day to see if it's growing. You keep watering it. You just keep watering it, okay? And then when you start to see like, oh, snap, I see something. Okay, it's getting there. It's getting there. You keep watering it. You don't plant it and water it a couple times and walk away from it. So when when you ask God to, to fulfill your desires and, and you want it to come to fruition, you got to pray every day. That's the problem. We get what we want from God and then we stop praying. And then when we stop praying, oh, here, is, here we go, taking the wheel. We done took the wheel from God. Now we're going to go ahead and try to steer our life. And really all that's going to do is lead you down that detour. That's going to bring you right back to that starting point of the day when you stop praying. Because when you stop praying, how are you going to keep manifesting that desired life? that heaven on earth, that peace, that joy, that abundance, that health, that wealth. That's what you want because that's what success is. But some of you might see money as success, but money is not a success because money is something that is used to maintain. You know, that's why if money is your happiness, you ain't happy. Okay. Because money comes and it goes, but peace, happiness, and joy,
used the example about the light bill being due in five days. He had no money, so he ain't happy, right? If he lived off of happiness, you know, lived, lived off money being his happiness, oh, he heartbroken, you know? But when money is not surrounding your happiness, it does not, it, it doesn't equal your success. Success is heaven on earth. Being able to manifest your desires, live that desired life that your heart and soul knows belongs to you because it does. And God has it waiting there for you. All you got to do is continue to listen to your intuition. Your intuition is your guidance. That is the messages from God. That is your downloads. That is your knowledge. And knowledge is power. And knowledge is infinite. Okay? There's no, no one knows everything but God. As you grow in this world and you experience things and you done hit enough detours, oh, best believe you done gained some knowledge. You done learned some lessons. You got some experience. Okay? You got life experience. And that's what gives you wisdom. That's what gives you strength. And that's what's going to be the basis of your faith because you done made it through a lot of stuff. You made it through stuff that you didn't think you was going to make it to. Things that you thought you were in control of, but something unexpected happened and you had to get out of that. And how did you get out of that? I guarantee 99% of the time, if you got out, it was through a prayer. Okay? Whether you said it out loud or your soul cried out while you was crying and you could just hear that voice you had said, please, please help me. You know, I know I messed up. You start realizing where you went wrong. You realize that detour and that lesson that you learned and you grow from that and you grow from that by not taking that detour, not putting that in your hands. You got to, you got to put it out there, let go and let God. Okay. That's all you got to do. Say your prayers and say your affirmations every day. So we don't self-sabotage yourselves because it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It just means that you lose in direction. You, you want it right now. You, you want it right now. I want to see it right now. I want this person back in my life. I really want this job. I really want this house. They got an eviction notice on me. I need this house now, you know? But you don't know what's going to happen. You got to go with the flow because every anything that God puts you through, he going to bring you out. You just got to talk to him. Even if you talk to God every day and you pray and you're going through things, best believe he is building that new fort for you. That fort that you think that you're supposed to stay in. He says, nah, no, nah, that's not for you. I got something better for you. We're going to let all this go. You got to have strength and you got to have faith and stick to who you truly are authentically you state your truth walk your truth live your truth and that's how you live in your free will living your truth and staying in faith let god take the will plant that seed and keep watering it with prayer water every day with prayer because ascension is not something that you just do it's a lifestyle ascension is not something that it's like a process and then it stops no ascension ascension is a lifestyle Affirmations every day the rest of your life. Prayer every day the rest of your life. Healing every day the rest of your life. Cleansing your energy every day the rest of your life. It's a practice. It's a lifestyle. Just like how you develop those other characteristics like fear, addictions, abuse. That became a lifestyle for you too. You know, saying negative things to people and to yourself became a lifestyle. It came so natural. You got to reprogram that and, and put it in your faith. Put it in the truth. Live in integrity. Live, live in love. Live in peace. You're peaceful when you are being truthful. When you're not truthful is when stuff starts haunting you and coming at you. You know, so live in today. Live in the present. Plant that seed. Water with prayer 
every day, you're going to see it grow. And when you see it grow, you're going to be amazed and you're going to be grateful. And then you're going to have that love and then your faith is going to grow even more because what prayer gives you is hope. That's why you don't stop praying because people pray and then they, they, they just go, go about and act like, okay, now it's like they made a wish in a wish fountain, you know, say that prayer and then, okay, it ain't happening. No, it don't work that way. Okay. Don't work that way. You got to stay, you got to stay in your faith and you got to stay in that prayer, water it, watch it grow. Show that gratitude. Prayer gives you hope every day. So that next day, after you said that, you like looking at your watch, you looking at everything around you. Don't do that. Look within you. And if you feel like you're losing hope, say another prayer. That's why you need that prayer. And that's why you need patience. God was patient waiting on you after you took that detour. He took that detour. He's like, dang, I had this waiting for her. Now we're going to have to keep waiting. You had this dream job. And she just turned, went back to something she wasn't supposed to go to. Now I'm going to have to hold this up for her. So you know what? I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait for her to call me. Jesus waiting for you to call him. Okay? And then when you call him, he was excited to answer. And then you call him, you don't talk to him. And he got off the phone. Then he ain't hear from you no more. Dang, that's it? I don't hear from you no more? It was like, you called me one time? Oh, about three years later, called me again. Hello? Jesus called? Okay. Yeah, you want this? All right. Okay. Boom. Hang up. Don't. You can't do that. You know? That's that's not going to lead you to your destiny and your purpose. You are here for a reason, okay? And being the fact that you know that, but you think that you are in control of that is where you go wrong. And that's self-sabotaging. And that becomes a toxic life that you lead when you are trying to control everything. Because then you kind of try to take on the traits of a narcissist, kind of selfish. You kind of get that selfish attitude. You think you're in control. You become boss. I'm a little selfish in, in the now, into controlling. It's like you're not controlling what you're actually doing today. You're trying to control what's going to happen, the outcome of something else that you can't even see. So free will, exercise it. Control, let it go. <laughs> I'm going to pass it to Chris. Uh I don't know. I, I, the, the mic's on fire right now. I think the mic has just caught fire right now. I can't really touch it right now because Miss Tiffany was just speaking bars, man. She went in for about a good 15, 20 minutes for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, that was great. That was great. Um, you know, yeah. Miss Tiffany always bringing the heat. You know, when it's her time to shine, she always bringing the heat, man. You know what I'm saying? Those are some great points that were made. And I'll just go ahead and just kind of you know, add on to the point, add on to, you know, the, the brilliant stuff that Miss Tiffany already said. Um, I just want to kind of just read, you know, now we're on topic of free will versus control, right? You know, there's a difference, right? God gives us free will, right? He gives us free will to make decisions, right? And so one verse that I want to quote from is Proverbs chapter 16, verse nine, right? And this talks about how the heart of man plans his way but the Lord establishes his steps. Let me say that one more time. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So what does that mean? God gives us free will to be able to make decisions on where we want, where we want to go, but he controls the direction, right? So when we talk about free will versus control, free will is the decision, but control is the destination. I'm going to say that one more time. If I say it again, that means I want you to get it. 
Free will is the decision, but control is the destination. So what does that mean? So what, what do you mean free will is the decision? Free will is where God allows you to make a decision on where you want to go with your life, right? You can decide on, okay, I want to pursue this dream. I want to do this in my life. God will give you that. He's not going to prevent you from doing anything you don't want to do, right? He's not going to just stop you, right? If you want to go out and drink, he'll let you go drink, right? If you want to move to California, he'll let you move to California, right? You know what I'm saying? If you want to... um you know, go out and, and buy and buy a purse, buy some shoes, buy some makeup. If you want to go out and shop, you know, and, and spend all your money, God is going to allow you to do that, right? Because he's giving you that decision to go out and do that. But the destination, but God will control the destination, right? See, that's the thing we realize is that, okay, we may have a plan for ourselves. We can plan on where we want to go with our life, but God is going to control that destination, right? Let's say you go out, you can control you know, God will allow you to go out into the bar and have 21 shots, right? He ain't going to stop you, right? But you may not like the destination that you end up in, right? You may, you may be thinking, oh, I'm having a great time. I'm out here drinking. I'm out here doing smoking, all that stuff. You know, I, I feel invincible, but you ain't going to like the, the destination that God's going to have you. And you may end up in a place that you don't want to be in. You may end up in ER somewhere, something, bro. You know what I'm saying? 21 shots. I've heard people, uh, when they turn 21, I've heard this thing where people take 21 shots. I've never uh, thought that was a great idea, but that's the point, right? God will allow you to do that. He'll allow you to take as many shots as your heart desires, but the destination that he's going to put you in may not be favorable. Why? Because you don't have no control over that you know, anymore, right? We don't have control over our destination, right? You, you may want to move to California, right? You want to pursue your dream as a movie director or an actor or a singer. You know, people who move to L.A., they want to make it in Hollywood, right? They have these dreams and goals of being the next, you know, big thing. They want to be in the magazine. They want to be in a movie, right? And they may have a plan. They're like, okay, I'm going to go to L.A. My plan, just like in Proverbs 69, the heart, the heart of man plans his way. Okay, God's giving you the option. He's giving you the free will to have a plan for yourself, right? He's saying, okay, you can you can draw the blueprint, you can have a blueprint, but I may go against what your blueprint say, right? You may be thinking, okay, I'm going to go out to LA, you know, I'm going to give me a nice house, nice car, you know, I'm going to go work for, I'm going to go on set, right? I'm going to go maybe go somewhere in Pixar, you know what I'm saying? And be able to be this movie director or be able to be in a film, but God may say, oh, okay, I'm going to have to go out to LA, but you ain't going to you know, go into that uh, role right away. I may, I may have you start from somewhere else, right? You may go to Pixar and be like, "Hey, I want to be, I want to be in this movie. I want to be in this show." And but the direct, but whoever's already there, you know, might j- reject you. They might tell you, "Oh no, you're not ready yet. No, we don't want you." Right? You may face that rejection. Right? You may go into that situation and be like, "Man, I didn't think that was gonna happen," or maybe God. You know, will put you in a living situation that wasn't what you thought. You may have thought, okay, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live it up in L.A. You know, the first year I get there, but it may take you several years before you get there, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You may have been thinking, oh, okay, I'm gonna live in this nice house, but you end up living in a one bedroom apartment, right? Barely making rent because God is trying to show you that a, He's trying to make you remain faithful. He's trying to see if you still have that faith. Right. And to be able to rely on him. Right. Because if we had control, if we had control over our lives, 
We wouldn't need God, right? We wouldn't need to pray. We wouldn't go through some of the stuff we go through because we could just control it. We can handle it, right? We wouldn't have to go through challenges if we could control it, right? You know what I'm saying? We could have everything we wanted if it was up to us, but sometimes it don't work like that. That's why God, that's why we don't get stuff right away. That's why stuff don't, sometimes stuff don't work out the way we want it to is because God is trying to see, are you going to remain faithful? Are you still going to pray even though things are not working out the way you want it to? Because everybody can pray when everything is going well. Everybody can pray when their life is going good. But sometimes when stuff don't work out the way we want it to, we start to question. We start to get worried. We start to lose faith. Right. But that's why you got to keep the faith. Right. I'll give you a personal example. So when I was applying to colleges uh, three years ago, when I was a senior in high school, right, uh, I had that free will to apply to wherever I wanted. And I wanted to apply to Ohio State. I'm thinking Ohio State. That's my dream school. OK, God gave me that. God gave me the heart to be able to plan that out. He said, OK, son, you can apply to Ohio State. You can be able to send in your application. But when I got the uh, uh, letter back, it said I got rejected. I was like, bruh, I'm like, how is this possible? I'm thinking Ohio State was the dream school that was in my plan. My plan was, OK, I'm going to Ohio State. Like, I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do this at Ohio State. This is where I'm going. But God said, nope, I reject you from Ohio State. But you got accepted at Kent State because that's where I saw you at. See, God sometimes already has a decision made, right? Sometimes you don't know what's in God's plans because his plans are not your plans. His thoughts are not his. Your thoughts are not his thoughts and your plans are not his plans, right? So sometimes you may end up going somewhere else that you didn't think you would go. Right. But what I realized was that it wasn't in God's plans for me to go to Ohio State. And I had to realize that. Right. Because I was like, how did I not? I thought Ohio State was the school that you wanted me to go to. But I was wrong. But I ended up going to Kent State, which is about two hours up the road. And you know what? I thank God because I found my purpose at Kent State. You know what I'm saying? I embraced where I was called to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of like. God showing me that, hey, I want you to go in a di- in a certain direction that I feel like you can you can operate at, and I figure that out. Like, hey, sometimes I can't control. Sometimes stuff is not going to always happen the way I want it to happen, but because I don't have control over my life, I have to just embrace God's calling, right? And sometimes, you know, you'll realize this in a difficult situation. You'll realize when you go through a trial or tribulation, you realize that you have to surrender yourself to God because sometimes God will allow you to go through situations where he can only bring you out. He will put you, he will take you and drop you just like he did with me in 2020, basically everybody in 2020. But for me personally, y'all know the story. I had an Achilles injury in 2020. I could not heal myself from that injury. There was no way I could possibly heal myself from that injury. Even though the doctor, I went to the doctor, but all the doctor could do was say, okay, here, put, get you in the cast. Go get, a, go get an MRI. We'll put you in the cast for two months, right? They weren't operating on me at all. You know what I'm saying? I, my foot was just in the cast for the whole two months, right? And so what I had to do was I had to surrender myself to God because I knew 
that I could not speed up the process. I knew personally I could not self-diagnose myself with an Achilles injury. I had to continue to go through the process. The only way I could heal myself was through God. So he put me in that situation to where I had to be dependent on him because there was nothing I could do. I, I, if I could, if I had control, like I said, if I had control over my life, I could, I could have easily healed myself, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like sometimes God will put you in those situations to where you can't do anything. You have to be solely dependent on Him, and that's what I learned in 2020 was that I had to be dependent on Him. Same with the pandemic. When the pandemic first hit, that really showed me nobody got control, right? Nobody's got control over their life because if we had control, we would have we would have solved this by now, right? Why is there still news about the pandemic? Why is there still news about a virus? And why is still nobody solved it? Because it's not in our control. Even though I'm not discrediting doctors, I'm not saying that the doctors don't know what they're doing. I'm not saying the scientists aren't doing research and trying to solve. I'm not saying I'm not trying to discredit their credibility. But sometimes when you when you really realize what's going on, you realize that nobody knows what's going on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Even the doctors and the scientists have no answer. They're trying to figure out how is this spread? Where did it come from? How did it get here, right? They're trying to do all this research, but sometimes this research is hard to find because it's a higher source that's taking control over this life, right? So it really, so 2020 really exposed how we need to be more dependent on what God, on what God is doing because the only way we could survive this is through God, right? Because God decides whether or not you live to see another day, right? And I had to realize that if if I was still alive and I was still breathing, that was all God. Because I can't do that by myself. I can't breathe by myself. You can't physically breathe unless God is giving you breath. You cannot wake up on your own. The only way you wake up is if God allow you to wake up. Because there's some people who go to sleep but don't wake back up. Why? Because that's God. God kept them asleep, right? Sometimes God will you know, take control. So every day you wake up, that's God giving you grace. That's God giving you mercy, right? To live another day, right? So sometimes you 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 see stuff like that through a difficult situation. You see how during the pandemic, there was millions of people that were getting sick and dying and nobody had control. If we could control that, there, like I said, we wouldn't have that problem. We could have we saved everybody, but we couldn't because we had no control because God had that plan. And so that's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to preach to y'all. I'm really trying to preach to y'all today that sometimes you just have to surrender. You have to understand that you have to be solely dependent on him. Right. Because if we didn't, if we didn't have if we didn't need to be dependent, then we could do everything ourselves. Then everything we do, we would have full control over. If we wanted to be a movie star, we could have that control. We want to be a famous athlete, we have that control. If we wanted to build our own company by ourselves, then we would have our control. But we don't have but we don't have that control. Because what we because what I've realized in this life and what 2020 has also made me realize that anything could be taken at any moment. Right? You may have thought, oh, I had all this time. Right? I had all this time to go out and travel. I had control over my finances. I had control in my work environment. I had control over my job, but you realize that stuff can be taken away. And sometimes God will do stuff that you ain't got no answer to. You can't figure it out with science. You can't, you can't research it. 
you know if you don't know what's going on, that's how you know it's God, right? So you just have to, like I said, surrender yourself, man. Surrender yourself to God. Let him lead the way for you, man. Because if you try to go out on your own, it's not going to work. Because you're just going to get yourself in situations to where God will just shake his head at you. He'll be like, man, I done told you. I done told you not to do that. I done told you to listen to me and follow my path because I know what's best for you because I'm the one that created you. Right. So that's what I mean. Just continue to surrender yourself, man. Continue to pray. Continue to have faith because faith is the most important thing that you need. Remaining faithful along your journey is what you need, man. Because like I said, everybody goes through something in this life. Everybody goes through something. Right. Everybody's got their own struggle. But that's what it's for. It's, it's God is like checking us. He's like, you know, he's trying to check you a little bit. You know, when you you may have thought you were doing everything by yourself, but God will literally check you. He'll be like, he'll bring you, he'll humble you. He'll put you in a place to where you humble. Right. He'll put you in a place where you like, OK, you may have you may have been making 10 million dollars now, but watch me take you from 10 million to 500. You know what I'm saying? And now you're like, dang, where, what happened? Right. You ain't got no control, right? Sometimes stuff just happens in life, right? Nobody, 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 nobody wants bad stuff to happen. Nobody wants, you know, stuff, you know, bad things to happen to them. Nobody wants to experience pain, but it's part of this life. It's a part of the prerequisite here on earth. You got to go through some. That's why life is about how you react to certain situations. So that's what I mean, man. I know that was, man, I know that was, I was a lot right there, you know what I'm saying? That was a lot. You know, I had a lot uh, to say about this topic because, you know, I've just learned so much over the years, man. And, you know, 2020 really just kind of, just really opened my eyes to realize that, hey, I can't, I don't have no control. I just literally just said, I surrender. I surrender. I, I God, you, you take the wheel, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like. People, this world has gone crazy, but I'm just going to let you handle it. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, amen. Amen to that. And yeah, and like God made us dependent on him. We were created in the image of him. You know, when we're kids and, you know, up until, you know, we're 18, you know, we're our parents. We look for our parents for protection, for guidance, for answers. And we grow up, we still try to run back and they be shutting their doors sometimes. They be like, "Uh uh-uh. You go ahead now, you know, and that's when we're supposed to look for our heavenly father. It's like as a child, you definitely are supposed to. But usually your parents guide you to that because not everybody um, gets that that opportunity to get to know him at an early age, even though you already are in tune with him. You don't you don't really know why or how, you know, and when we become adults and we go out into the world and we start experiencing life our own way using our, you know, our free will. You call on to your heavenly father. You were created in his image. You are you are his child. You know, don't call your, your mommy and your daddy, you know. Call God because he's the one that has always promised to take care of you. And I know some people have parents that weren't, you know, always there for them, have an absent mother or absent father. Or maybe they're just caught up in their own lives and they don't have time for yours. You still have a father. You have a heavenly father. He is there to protect, provide, and he can give you any and everything that you need. Even things that you didn't even possibly know you could have because of the limited beliefs that you developed at a younger age through our childhood. We 
the environment in which we grow determines our beliefs. And then when we become adults, we have to apply those beliefs and see if they're if they really apply to us. And and then sometimes we discover that those are not our beliefs. They're not of our own. They are of someone else's belief system. And and when you when you realize that is when you can then build that life and create that life and that bond with God. You have to stay connected to spirit. When you stay connected spiritually, you will receive intuitive guidance. Your 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 talents and your gifts and your capabilities will be enhanced. Your wisdom will be enhanced because we're powerful because of our knowledge and our knowledge comes from God. You know, he is all knowing and all seeing. So if your power is in today, what can you do about tomorrow? You can't go back and change yesterday. How we do that? How can I go back to yesterday? You know, and it's not tomorrow. Some people want to stay up and create tomorrow. I just never will go to sleep. I'm just going to stay up. But you know what? Your mind is going to be drained. Your body is going to be drained. You're not even going to be alert enough to process anything that you're dealing with like that. You're going to have to take medicines and drink coffee that's going to make you crazy and anxiety. You know, you can't do that because you're not in, you're not in control. Tomorrow hasn't happened yet. And yesterday doesn't exist. So your only power is in today. So the choices that you make, make sure they align with your heart. Make sure they align with the, the desired results that you want for your life. Not what you want right now today, but what you want for your life in general. What aligns with you? Does this, is this going to matter in about you know a day or two, what you're going to do? Is this going to matter in 10 hours? Is it going to matter in 12 hours? Because how many times I know I have have bought something, you really liked it at that moment, you get home and you think you're going to use it. And then you're just like, I don't even want this. And then you gift it to somebody or, or you, you know, you, you give it to your neighbor, give it to your brother. Like, hey, I got this. I, I didn't even use it. But in a moment when you bought it, you wanted it really bad. So think about that when you want God to give you something right now. You think he don't know that in 10, 20 minutes, an hour, a day, a year, you're not going to want it. You're not going to appreciate it. God gives us what we appreciate and how he knows we appreciate anything if we are not giving thanks to him every day, no matter the circumstances, showing gratitude. Gratitude is showing love and appreciation for God, for he has created all human beings and everything in this world. The earth is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful planet. We are the most established planet. Okay, we got a lot of stuff on our planet. We got to appreciate it. Okay, and that's the humans, that's that's the trees, the air, the water, all of the stuff that we have on our planet is beautiful. In our world, it's beautiful. And you are part of that creation. God's always going to take care of you. You have no fear. Have no fear. Fear is an illusion of an outcome that we have. We created that. Clearing your subconscious, our subconscious through those thought loops. And a way to clear your subconscious is anybody that's listening that really wants to keep having those negative thoughts appear in their head, get your cell phone, get your voice recorder, get a microphone, the app on your computer, the app on your phone, whatever it is, and you record yourself saying your positive affirmations. Write down your positive affirmations of whatever it is. I am successful. I am abundant. I choose God. I have faith in God. Um, I surrender all my fears and doubts to you God you write all these things down and then you record your voice saying them and then you play it anytime those thoughts come in your head you play it and you say it because you can hear your voice saying it 
And it, it's a subliminal message for yourself. We can create our own subliminal messages because the things in society that we watch on TV and the places that we go, they instill, they instill fear in us because that gains control of our minds. Because what did I say? You can't control people, but you can control what you watch. You know, your free will. You don't have to choose to do that. You don't have to watch that. You don't have to be there. You know, but when you choose places that are not in align with your desires and where you want to go in life, you're going to be receiving subliminal messages that's going to hold you back, put you in a state of fear, worry or doubt. If you're having a conversation with someone and what they're saying, you don't like it. You feel this feeling. I don't like what they're saying. That's not aligned with who you are. Accept that. Acknowledge that kudos for being aware of that and get away from that you know you don't have to step you don't have to like run away like oh my god i have to get away from you but just say hey i don't accept what you're saying this doesn't align with with my heart it's not making me feel comfortable you know either we change the subject or i'm just gonna go ahead and you know make a move you know don't want to interrupt you didn't mean to interrupt you but this is not sitting well with my soul what you're saying that's that's not who i am that doesn't line up with me and that's easy because that's called speaking your truth when you do that you're choosing god okay when you, all of us have been in situations where we lacked money and we always think of these crazy ideas of how we can get money you know some people you know steal some people you know objectify themselves we do all types of stuff okay we think people think of scams we think of scams we think of all types of stuff you know how are we gonna get this money but that's that's putting that's worshiping money that's how that's what the meaning of worship money is because instead of choosing god and believing in him and having faith and saying that prayer and being patient and waiting for that blessing to come through and having faith that this situation is going to get better. You're actually living in fear and scared that it's going to happen. You're already manifesting an expect an expectation of an outcome of something bad happening. So now when you're in that fear, you're in panic mode and you're just focusing on something other than God. And I'm going to tell you, God is a jealous God. Ain't no other other come before him. Okay, and when you put that money before him and you've given up your self-respect, your freedom, your worth, your your who you are, you're doing something like, man, I only did that because I needed the money. That's not really who I am. I really don't do this. I just had to feed my kids. I had to do this. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. You thought you had to do that. Because you think that making that that sacrificing who you are and sacrificing your truth. Is, is going to get you somewhere, it doesn't. Speaking your truth, living your truth, and walking in your truth is how you stay connected to God. <laughs> Amen. And I think we're going to wrap it up on there. I think we're going to uh, go ahead and uh, have this uh, come to a close for the night because, uh, man, I think Miss Tiffany just blew out the water, man. I think that was a great, <laughs> great spiritual message for those of y'all, man. Um, this, this, uh, this episode really, you know, you know, tap into our spirit realm, man, spirit realm, um, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I'll just kind of leave y'all with this, man. And for those of y'all who might be struggling, man, who may be confused, you know, with the direction of their life and, you know, maybe wondering like, you know, why, why is, why is stuff not happening? Like right now, why why is all this uncertainty happening? Like I've prayed, you know, I've done this. I talked to God, I, you know, I I prayed like three, four times a day, 
But, you know, you just have to continue to believe that you already have received it. Right. You got to, you know, once you ask in prayer, you got to believe that you have received it and it will be yours. That's from Mark chapter 11, verse 24, man. Like I said, I just quote scriptures all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to, you know, just kind of give y'all, you know, the, the evidence, man. I'm trying to have y'all see that the word is true. Like whatever this word says is true, man. So you have to continue to go out and believe that you got it. Right. If you've been praying for a new job, man, you got to already act like you have that new job, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, continue to to keep, you know, keep going after that, man. And until you get there. Right. You can't like say that you want some and then like just don't do anything. Right. Because faith without works is dead. So, you know, you have to act like, OK, I I want this job like I've. I want this leadership position, but you have to already own it. You have to like declare that that's what you're going to do. Like you can't like say that, oh, I, I'm praying to be uh, promoted in my company. I'm praying for a job, but then like not go and act on it, but not do anything else after that and just sit around and do the same thing you've been doing. Right. You have to continue to trust in God. And continue to trust in the process because it's going to be a slow process. Sometimes it feels like a slow process, right? Just like with my injury, like it felt like it was a slow process. I'm like wanting to rush the process. Like I'm like, okay, when when am I going to be healed? When am I going to, you know, be able to walk again? When am I going to be able to run again? Like I kept having these questions, right? And it's common. I mean, people are going to have questions, but you cannot necessarily question what God does sometimes like you know sometimes I mean it's natural like it's natural that you will but at the end of the day what I had to do like I was saying earlier I had to surrender myself I couldn't keep thinking about the situation I had to think about I had to change my mindset to think okay I've already overcome it like I had to see myself running again I had to see myself walking again I had to see what, where I was. I had to look past my pain and already declare that I was healed because God told me I was already going to be healed. It was just a matter of when, right? He already told me, son, I'm going to heal you, right? I already knew that. But sometimes when you don't see it, when you want to see it, you like, man, is he really going to come through for me? Right? So that's what I mean. When you already declare it, like declare that you already have the blessing because it's already yours. He just waiting to give it to you. But you have to continue to remain faithful in order for him to give it to you, right? So just being able to just trust and believe and just continuing to not feel like you have to take control all the time. Just give your give your stress, give your worries to God, and he'll take care of you, man. And he'll lead you down that right path. That's all I gotta end with. Miss Tiffany, you wanna make anything <laughs> else? Wanna make any other closing remarks before we wrap it up or Good. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to say to the people, um, if you're going through any type of tragedy or struggle or painful experience and you can't really see the light in the situation and you're struggling with getting to a happier place in your life, um, go check me out at angelofhappiness.org and, you know, fill out the forms or book a session with me and I will help guide you along your way to get up out of that rut. 
out of that pain, out of that misery, because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So check me out on Angel of Happiness org and my instagram is coaching you to happiness it's coaching the letter u and the number two happiness and my facebook is angel seven s-e-v-e-n-n two n's <laughs> and um for more um posts for me any motivational motivational messages and um just keeping up with all things love and light <laughs> absolutely yeah definitely go check her out definitely go hit her up man uh you know, she is a inspirational coach, so she will be able to pour into y'all. Um, if you guys are struggling with anything that you might need, definitely go hit her up. Um, as far as for this podcast, definitely go follow us on Instagram at Disinfecting Your Life. That is no spaces nor capitals, right? You can get all the updates on our uh, weekly episodes, man. And you can always interact, man. Like, if you you know, want to get someone on, you want to, you know, talk about what you might be going through, man, I, like I said, like, I'm available too, you know, Miss Tiffany available, I'm available, so just hit us up in the DMs, right, you know, you can send us a message, right, if you want to, you know, interact and you want to have a conversation, right, I'm opening myself up, I'm always going to open myself up to people who are in need of help, you know what I'm saying, we can just have a, you know, simple one-on-one conversation, right, because I feel like when you talk it out, you can walk it out, okay? Oh, you know what I'm saying? If you can talk it out, you can walk it out, okay? So, like I said, man, if you want hit, to hit us up, hit us up in our DMs, man. Hit us up in our inbox. Definitely go check us out. Also, go follow our Facebook. It is Disinfect Your Life. So, if you type in Disinfect Your Life on Facebook, you'll be able to find us. And we're also on Twitter. Uh, that is at DisinYourLife1. So, D-I-S-N, Your Life 1. So, definitely go check us out on twitter and definitely subscribe to our youtube and also go check out our merch i actually posted something on my story earlier today step towards your purpose man get you your motivational gear we got shirts and hoodies at the moment and we will try to see if we can come up with some more cool merchandise for y'all man but anyway that's about it and it's a wrap this your boy i just wanted to make oh. one correction Um, I'm not an inspirational coach. I'm a holistic spiritual life coach. (laughs) Inspirational coaches are different. I'm an inspirational speaker and an inspirational leader, Christian um, inspirational leader. But um, I'm a holistic life coach. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most of them are under the same umbrella. They're they're not. Holistic is mind, body, soul. It's different. It's physical life. It's like a way of living. It's all about the whole full health. Inspiration, inspirational coaches, totally different from what I do. I'm more on a spiritual level honing in. Inspirational is a big umbrella because what are you inspiring people to do, right? (laughs) So I do more holistic, uh, mind, body, and soul and spirit. So I focus on growing the individual and transforming their life from the inside out. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> it's a wrap. Like yeah. I said, I feel like, I mean, you, each one is the main idea for each one is they are trying to change, they're trying to impact people, right? You're trying to, right, make an impact, right? Help them transform their lives and right. heal themselves. And I'm also a healer. So Keyword, it, it, it goes in holistic. I'm key, more holistic because I do energy healing. Keyword transformation. We try to transform your life. <laughs> it kind of yes. goes under. 
Okay. All right. We got you. We got you, Miss Tiffany. All right. All right. Now it's a wrap. This your boy, Chris yeah. Simmons, alongside co-host Miss Tiffany Chanel. We out. Take care. Peace.